This is your new morning routine. Cap and J-Hood. Follow Cap J-Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app on ESPN 1000. And now on FM at 100.3 HD2. Now, now, now. On Chicago's Home for Sports. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000. And we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Along with the fastest man from Northbrook, Jesse Rogers, in for Cap. I'm Jay Hood with open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN without Chicago. Thanks so much for keeping the conversation going. Cap is under the weather, but Jesse Rogers comes in out of the bullpen. Well, right. Is this Rod Beck during his bad years, or is this Dennis Eckersley dominating when he comes in from the pen? You decide over the next three hours which one is it because I was four Heineken's in last night when Shay texted me, <laughs> so we don't know what's going to come out of my mouth today. But happy to be with you, uh, Jay Hood. As I mentioned, every time I host with you or Cap, yes. When I find out I'm going to host, it, it just it's on my brain. So I'm up at three a.m. Yes. and the, and the hot takes start flowing. Yes, so of I've been course. for four hours. I've been percolating with hot takes. Um, I've got a few. I'm not going to spit them all out at seven o one a.m. But yes. I'm happy to be here and get well soon, Cap, because I can't do this more than one day in a row. You know, yeah, that. I know that. I, I know can't. that. I run out of energy. And thank you. Thank you so much for being able to mature as a host because usually the old Jesse I know would spew them all out at 701. That's right. They have nothing left for the next two. That's the way it used to be. Sunday morning. I think this, I think that. I just think this, I think that. What else we got? It happened two nights ago. I was hosting for Black and Abdallah at 6 o'clock. By 6.15, I was out of topics. I'd thrown them all out there. I was talking about we should have local announcers on TV for our football teams. I was... All over the place. Uh, but anyway, I'll, I'll bring back a few of those. <laughs> so, so recycling hot takes is also a good thing. Now, tell me about the world tour last night. I'll tell you about my night, but okay. I want to hear about you. So, for, uh, hi again with Heineken. Yes. So, so what happened last night? I go in phases about what regarding what kind of drinks. Is it Jack Daniels phase, Jack and Diet Coke for a while. Yeah. But lately, I've been in a beer phase. The, the, the hard liquor hasn't sat well, so <laughs> I've been drinking beer lately. I uh-huh. was at um, the local saloon called The Landmark in Northbrook. Uh-huh. Place was pretty busy, hopping out. Now, luckily, I went happy hour, yeah. so it was early enough mm-hmm. that when Shay texted me, I put down the fourth Heineken, and I left, <laughs> but I did, you know, and this is why I don't watch the NBA nightly without the Bulls, because... When it's 46 to 16 Celtics, because mm-hmm. that was the game that was on oh, at the land. I'm like, you know what? This is, I know we sound like old guys and meatheads, but I just, I, I, I you, in the old days, you could not get a 30 point lead in one quarter. No. Or no. in the Bulls case, give up nearly a 30 point lead in one quarter, which they did two nights ago against the Clippers. So I'm watching, it's 46 16, Matt the Landmark, Shea Tex, I put down the Heineken, I went home. Started to wind down my evening a little bit earlier than normal. 
So I didn't watch a lot of the NBA last night, but apparently I didn't have to. No. There was several blows, some close games as well. But that that was kind of my night last night. It, but it ended early because I, I started early. So you, that was a good thing. You saw the text and said, let me put down the, the fourth beer. Yes. I've had enough. Yes. I, I, I can totally understand. Yes. Meanwhile, while you're doing that, I'm traveling to normal Illinois, you're to Illinois State. Working. I'm actually working, of course, <laughs> Illinois State night. When we found out that Cap is a little bit under the weather, and I see, I knew that yesterday. My guy does not sit down during um, during shows, and he was. I think Kansas City warmed down a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I think there's more to the Kansas City story than what he's told us. I think that he was on a bender. I think that there's something going on. There's more than a barbecue and just a few drinks. I think something well, went, I thought went on I, there. Didn't I see him doing a video from the stands? So he's he's, yes. you know, he's, he's worn down. He's freezing. Comes back. It's no sleep. No wonder he's sick. <laughs> he was keeping himself warm with brown liquor at the game. That's our thought process at this point. Guy didn't have to drive. He yes. flew. I mean, I mean, listen. He my my guy was not feeling well. I I, I could tell, and I think you can't see. I blame Kansas City for that. That's what I blame. Did he fly private there? Shay, do we know? I'm gonna, don't. I'm going to say no. I think because the other night at the company party, he would have been bragging about it. He would have been telling yeah, me that's true. Hey, I'm flying private, Jesse. I got so the fact that he wasn't bragging about it means I don't think he did. <laughs> I don't think I so. I love you, Cap. <laughs> but yesterday, I'm going to do UIC versus Illinois State. Yeah, and you know what's the best thing for me? You guys, you know, when you're traveling, you just need a little something, a little competition. I can't put my bets in while I'm driving. <laughs> so, so I got to have a little competition, right? You know, as mundane as it sounds, Jesse, mm-hmm. as mundane as it sounds, there's nothing like putting the, on the old Waze apps. Put on the old Waze app, which is just to check and make sure everything's good. Sure. There's any traffic issues, any cops out there. Any, accidents. You know, accidents. Yeah. You just you, you put it on. Right. Thing says, you won't arrive there until 5.05. Hmm. Now, leaving the house at 3 o'clock from the south side of Chicago. Ooh. Oh, so, oh 5.05, huh? How about I can get there... At four fifty, let's see if we can get it there. <laughs> so, so I'm looking at this thing five oh five, trying to beat the ways. Five oh four, five oh three. I'm pressing five oh one. I win. I hate I to win. I hate to do a gender thing, but it seems like such a guy thing. You know what I mean? Like not asking for directions, trying to beat the traffic by ten minutes. Yes, trying to get. Uh, I was just on vacation with my wife, and like. If I can get a, a deal on any, you know what I mean? Like trying to get a deal on everything. Mm-hmm. Just, again, try not to do the gender thing. Yeah, but it's true, though. Husband stuff, you know? But there's but certain- beating the way zap, that sounds exactly like something I would well, do. I, I mean, need some competition. I'm, dri- I'm listening to Wall and Sylvie, and I'm driving. I want to be able to do something. Like, right. you know what? I see this over here. 505, how about this? How about we get there before the 505? You're wrong, I'm right. I you're, made it. You're trying to keep yourself entertained. Didn't you say you were watching, listening to Waddle and Sylvie? Yes. You- <laughs> Come on now. That. So along with this, Jesse, let yeah. me just tell you about my day regarding that, because for those that know that I, I do uh, television and radio for the UIC Flames basketball team. So I, after our meeting yesterday, I get a call and they say, hey, Jay Hood, how's it going from one of the guys in the with the staff? I go, well, this isn't good. You're asking me how I'm doing. <laughs> so, OK, so that, that so first of all, that's a telltale sign that something's wrong. OK, I'm fine, buddy. I'll, I won't say your name. I'm, I'm all right. What's going on? He goes. Well, you can interview Coach. I know you got the Coach's show coming up, and we'll have that ready for you. Oh, great. A pregame show for the radio. Okay, absolutely. Uh, one other thing. Yeah. Hey, could you go to the uh, athletic center before you come down to normal? Yeah, pick up a bag for us. Yeah, pick up a bag. Yeah, you, you forgot something? Yeah. Um, our uniforms. <laughs> Are you serious for the team? Yeah. I thought you'd say bag of equipment for the broadcast. Well, I thought, oh, I thought it was right. something else. They did not pack the uniforms. 
for the Flames. Oh, my God, you saved the day? So let me just tell you something right now. What you're looking at is not just your friend for over 30 years. You're looking at a hero, pal. <laughs> you're looking at a hero. I love that. Like, if, yeah. if J-Hood doesn't come down to normal with the uniforms, no game. Because you know what we practice in? We practice in a, like a white uniform. It's just, just white, no number. There's no UIC flames on it, just Adidas wear. You really deserve a medal. <laughs> I mean, that should have no been, been in the post-game story, honestly. That should have po- been. That's part of the news of the night, of the game. Yes. Jay Hood saves the day, picking up the uniforms. You know, where you were going with that story actually could be a good caller topic. I thought you were going to say, you know, you, you brought up when they ask you how you're doing, you yes. knew something was up. Yes. Like, what, 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 when your boss, what's the phrase your boss or someone, your significant other says to you where you know something's up. Remember back in the day we both had a boss? I remember he called me into his office and he said, um, we're going to have a chit. Yes. And, I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm like, oh, okay, I got to go in there. I got to have a chit chat. Yes. And he overheard me like re- relaying that to somebody. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. We're just having a chit. Yes. Whereas I just talk and you listen. Right. That's A chit chat is when we both talk. Right. So I always remember that whenever someone would say, or he would say, we got to have a chit. I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble. Yes. Like that was the phrase. When you said, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Oh, I'm, <laughs> you know? I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. You know, Joe Madden used to say, um, when you start a sentence with all due respect, oh. you can follow that with anything. Yes. And it's usually something bad is coming. Yes. With all due respect, Jesse, your column stunk. Yes. <laughs> yes. All due respect is, you know, your heart's beating as you just heard. Your heart's beating because you know the next shoe's going to fall. The new, next shoe's right. going to drop. So this this would be good about with significant others. Yes. Your, your husband, your wife. What's the phrase where you know that something's about to hit the fan? Also from a boss as well. Yes. And I like the fact that, how you doing? Yeah. Was I, it for you? Yo, you, know, I'm, you know, you called me. I answered. It looks like I'm fine. I, I'm fine. <laughs> if I pick up the phone and I say hello... And you say hello, then you know what? I'm fine. And aren't you going to see these people in a few hours, yes. right? I'm, you can ask me how I'm doing when we when we see each other. I knew there was something weird, oh, right? And by awesome. the way, like, I, I have no problem picking up the bag. But then, you know, it, the bottom falls out when he goes, yeah, there's a bag I need you to pick up. We forgot to pack it because they went, what's today? God, Thursday? Yes, it okay, is. So, yeah, they went, so, so they went there Tuesday. To, to normal at the hotel. I didn't realize they didn't have the uniforms till yesterday. They're going through their bags. Yeah, they, got, they yeah. got the balls. They got everything else. It's like, whoop, hold on a second. We got equipment here and uh, the medical equipment, band aids. Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Gatorade. Right, let's go through it. Okay. Practice uniform. Our jerseys for the game. Hoodie. Who can help us? Hoodie. And I say to him, I said, hey, pal. What if we were at Southern because we're going to play uh, SIU coming up like a, uh, a week from Wednesday? And you got you'd be there the day before, right? Yeah, but, but no, yeah, but I said who would pick it up then? Right. Six hours away. I said we got to go to Belmont to play Na- play Nashville. How would we get the uniforms in then? Then they'd have to I don't know makeshift, right? Go to <laughs> go go to go to a sporting goods store and buy some red, you know, whatever color jerseys you would need. I don't know. It's a good question. To, to answer your direct question regarding a spouse being able to set you up for something, yeah, uh, it is uh, for Peacock. It is something along the lines of, "Hey, uh, for she's cause could be at work, she could be anywhere else." She calls and she says, "Hey, so what are you doing? What are you there doing?" You go. Right, right, right. And, and my response usually, Jesse, what do you need? Yeah, <laughs> what do you need? So, so off the top of my head, thinking about my wife Tracy, 
Uh, it, it, it could be something like, I have a silly question for you. Oh. You know, I have a silly question oh, for you. Yeah. Can you go to Jewel oh, 17 yeah. miles away and pick up, you know? <laughs> I have a silly, oh, silly. When she said, I have a silly question for you. Oh. That's not silly. That's a... It's a different word. I don't know what the word is. It's not silly. It's an order. It's right. Exactly. That's, what, that's what it is. It's I, not silly. I have a silly question for oh, you. Oh, silly question. Can Jesse, we, I have can, a silly can question. Can we eat at dinner at 4.30? Uh, you know, I got to be so... Whatever. I don't know. Choosy something crazy's coming out. I guess something silly's coming after that. Yeah, but it never happens, though. Right. That's not silly. That's an order. That's right, a demand. Right, right, right. I, If I say we got we to gotta eat at 4.30, it's not silly. It's a request. But yours is what are you doing, yeah. right? What are you doing? So what are you doing? So what are you doing? You never ask. You never <laughs> care. So what are you asking me for? What are you asking me for? Like so, And it's usually right after that, what do you need? Right. Because... Don't try to do the sales pitch on me. Right. Okay. Don't don't do that. Don't be disingenuous or don't try to try to couch it to try to make me fluff me up to make me feel better. Right. And for me, it could go. I have a silly question. Do you want to spend ten thousand and go to Aruba next week? You know, it's like it could, it could go. It really could go anywhere. Right. It could go anywhere. That so. makes sense, Shay. Like you don't want to be able to get the old wind up in the pitch. Just throw the pitch. Right, just do the sides, right. the sidestep, and just but don't give me the old wind up. And that goes back. She gives goes, me, she gives me the old Quato every time. So like here it comes. Right, right. It's almost like what Madden said is right. If you start with with all due respect, anything, just say it. You don't have to start with that. Just say it. Yes. Whatever you got to say. Right. You can She's get switching up the tempo on you, changing up the delivery. <laughs> That's exactly right. Right. That's right. Marriage is like dealing with Johnny Quato. <laughs> you got to figure out, is she in the windup or the stretch right That's now? Exactly What's going on? Right. That's it. Just throwing the batter off. Okay, is he co- Okay, step out. Step oh, out. What's he doing so here? Good. Step in. Step out. What am I doing here? Right. That's so good. Marriage is like dealing with Johnny Quato. That's right. That's here you go. We got to bring that back daily. <laughs> daily. Remind ourselves of that. Coming up next, Jesse, a prominent former NFL player said... That the league is rigged. We'll hear the audio, and we have a question for you regarding that coming up next. Jesse's in for Cap on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Welcome back to Cap and J Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. It's the Captain J Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000, also streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Jesse's in for Cap. Glad you're with us on the ride in here on this Thursday morning. It's a Deal Breakers Thursday. We'll have Deal Breakers coming up at 835. You never know what you're going to get from Deal Breakers. Check it out at 835 right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. And so, you know, Jesse, as you well know, because you're writing all the time and you're looking through sources and being able to get those sources right so you can put it out there for the public, mm-hmm. sometimes you can be ball sacked. Ball sack sports is something out there that I blocked, by the way, <laughs> because I did not. I, I blocked ball sack sports because I do not want to be confused with real news. Right, you don't want to fall for something. So, I, so I, I mean, if it's out there, I can read it in a column separate from my Twitter feed. Mm. I just got to be careful because you got to see what's going on. Right. It could be Jesse with a, you know, with an I, right. you know, you know, J E S S I Rogers, and you want to make sure that from ball sack, ball sack sports. That Jesse Rogers is not giving me false information. Right, of course. There's a there's like a Jeff Pesson out there, P-E-S-S-A-N. Now, yes. fall for that stuff. But there's a story out there that ha- happened yesterday. And again, I, I look at this tongue-in-cheek. I don't consider this a real story, but it's an, in- an interesting story. About an ex-NFL star Arian Foster says that the NFL is rigged. 
Now, how long have we heard that conspiracy theory over the years? Oh, my God. It, I feel like it pops up in the NBA. You know, go back to Tim, the Tim Donaghy scandal and all that. I feel like it, it pops up in the NBA more than the NFL, but both. Yeah, every year there's, there's well, first of all, there's a f- whole fan base that will say that when they lose. But former players saying it's kind of interesting sometimes, depending how they say it and sort of their gravitas behind it and all that jazz. Arian Foster, Houston Texans, really terrific player, was on the um, Barstool Sports podcast, Macro Dosing. And he said this about the NFL. It's funny, before we started taping, uh, Arian was telling me about how the NFL is rigged and how every year he used to get a script. Yeah. Day one of training camp that would mm-hmm. get dropped off at his locker. Mm-hmm. And you would have to, you know, it was like week one, you'll do this. Week two, you're going to have a hamstring injury. Week three, this is going to happen. Yeah. Week four, you're going to get three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And so then you just have to, did you memorize those before the season started? Or would you go and rehearse the script before every game? Uh, we were really dedicated to it. So it was more so like um, that's what practice was about. It was about practicing the script. Like this is what goes on and this is what we have to do mm-hmm. in order to, yeah. And this referee is going to miss this call. Because yeah, they hate you yeah. and they love the Colts, yeah, that like, sort of thing. Uh, WWF, so it's like, you yeah, know, we know what's going to happen, but you still got to put on a show. Yeah. What did yeah. you think when you got the script in 2016 that said your career was going to fall off a cliff when you stopped believing in God? That was 2015. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Now, again. It's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, are they doing that tongue in cheek? Yeah, that's not real. It's, okay. Cl- it's pretty you. clearly. Too. What okay. do you think Trey Lance thought when Just he got checking. a script this year? <laughs> well, that's, that, that's <laughs> right. how sad it is that I had to ask. Yes. Because yes. you have to wonder. Yes. But how do you script I get three touchdowns? <laughs> you know, so. But the fact that I had to ask. I mean, it's a screeching headline on foxnews.com right now. No, is Scre- it a screeching headline? So, so right other, other outlets are taking that seriously. Oh, no, oh, no question about oh, it. Oh my god, I'm looking at it right here. Oh. You know, you know, but again, you know, it's it's sarcastic. But it, it, again, well, they those, said it's so straight. Yeah, you know, they absolutely. didn't they didn't crack a, a joke, whatever, giggle, whatever. So, oh, Jay Hood weekday mornings at seven. Yeah, that's right, all the time. That's right. Cat has no idea whether or not it's real or fake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what I'm saying. Well, I mean, Hoodwink for all those oh, years, absolutely. right? Absolutely. So, so it's a conspiracy theory, though, that's been around for a long time. And there's been a lot of conspiracy theories out there. Um, so let's kind of take a look at that because Aaron Foster says the NFL's rigged. And just, just to talk about that for a second, how often have you watched a boxing match, watched a game, oh, and yeah. say the referees are in on it? Like Tim Donaghy, I wouldn't believe his tongue if it became notarized <laughs> because he lies so much, yeah, right? right? It's like, like, so here's a crooked ref. He says stories, and you don't even know if they're true. I don't know if he's just trying to be engaging or not. But if you listen to Donahue, I mean, we know his past. But what he's talking about now, I'm not sure if I even believe him or not. No, I don't know either. But I will say this. I believe in sort of the percentages. And let's just take every sport, every umpire, every referee. I mean, the percentages would say some of them, maybe a very, very, very small portion, are doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. Right? Betting on games, throwing games. Like, there's... Missing a call on purpose. The percentages would say there's more than one Tim Donnie out there. Yes. So in those moments, it might pop up why why people believe in conspiracy theories when they see something weird like that. But again, most of the time it's a losing team and fan base that says, ah, this thing's rigged. But is it? All right. So let's talk about sports conspiracies, whether they're true or not. You and I lived through one. Do I have to give you the hint that the biggest... Jordan? Yes. MJ's gambling. No yeah. question. That's yeah. that's number one on the list right. on what happened there with that first retirement. Right. The guy, and let's take you back for those that did not live this, because I know we have some, some youngins in the audience mm-hmm. as well for Cap and Jay Hood. Mm-hmm. Jesse and I lived through this as producers and watched Michael Jordan in his prime retire. 
There's a lot of stuff that's going on with that, with his, his father being killed and everything else. But just the idea that Michael would leave to play baseball, it was just such an odd left turn. Oh, yeah. Odd left turn. You better believe You it. can leave the sport because of injury. You can leave the sport for personal reasons with substance abuse or something else that's going on off the field or off the court, the off the field of play. But for him to stop playing basketball to pursue baseball, we think that there's something else that was going on well, with he, that in 93. He, even to the, you mentioned his father being killed, that became part of the conspiracy too. Yes. So him leaving the sport as well as his father being killed became all part of this crazy conspiracy, which was um, his father, you know, again, the conspiracy said his father was killed because of cam- gambling debts by Michael and David Stern secretly suspended Michael because of the gambling issue. Yes. Now, I don't know. Did you ever fully believe in, in any of that part of the conspiracy? I'm not sure if I ever truly believed it. I don't think I, I don't, the his dad being killed, I don't think it. Uh, now you're looking at me like... Come on, Jesse. We lived it. David I mean, come Stern on now. quietly suspended. That I, I I could get my head to believe. I'm not sure that I did or do, but I could see it being possible. He didn't Because David Stern with the Tim Donahue yeah. thing wanted to sweep that under the rug, too. And if he's suspending Michael Jordan, he'd want to keep that as quiet as possible. He doesn't want to hurt the brand. So I could be talked into believing that part of it. I'm not sure I believe his dad was killed because of his gambling debts. Okay. Well, here's what we know about David Stern. Now we can say this now that he's passed away. Brazen, strong businessman, did things his way. It, it, whether or not he was unpopular or not. Chris Paul, now, we're, we're not going to honor that trade because of basketball reasons. Well, what's the reason? Do you remember this with Chris Paul? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. What do you mean? He just, he's just nixed the trade, just yeah. stopped it yeah. with New Orleans. And so because we kind of know David Stern now, even more so now in death than he was when he was living – that guy was a hard businessman and did what he thought was best for the league. I believe that he ushered Jordan away from the sport and he went to go play baseball. And I think that was an edict from Stern. You're involved with gambling. That's illegal. But we can't say that we're going to suspend the greatest player and the golden goose for a year. We can't do that. Right. Hurts the brand just like he wouldn't sort of dig deep into the Tim Donahue thing. To look at other referees that kind of... I just watched the, the documentary like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It, you know, to protect the brand, they'll sweep some things under the rug. So the point is, there, there's some logic to this conspiracy. Do I completely believe it? I don't know. I've never, I've never gone either way on it, you know, definitively. But, but, but you're on the record as saying... That Jordan's dad was not killed and had nothing to do with Jordan's gambling. You think it was I, I an isolated incident? He's sleeping on the side of the right, road, yeah. and he's he's done. I, I just I'm not going to believe the conspiracy went all the way to murder and then a, a suspension, and it's never come out either way. I'm going to say no. Not, oh, and by the way, we're saying we're not saying David Stern committed the no no saying, no. Just saying, saying Stern killed him. <laughs> we're saying he owed gambling debts in the mafia or someone. But I don't believe that part of it. I do think the other part maybe. It's always- because here's the other thing, Shay. He didn't just quit and go hide in, in the Bahamas and just relax and because he was tired of the spotlight. He went to play baseball. And there was still tons of reporters and news media. And, you know, so it wasn't like he quit to be with his family. There have never been so many people in Birmingham, Alabama. That is true. Oh, we were down there for spring training. Yeah, we were down there. That's right. That's I we came up with of- cooking with Carco. That's <laughs> Ron Karkovice. 
Cockamice. We had him come on and do give us recipes, cooking with Carco, <laughs> because because I couldn't get Jordan to come over. Hey, Mike, I got Carcavice for you. Yeah, that's not what he wanted. No. All right. Here's another one about Pete Rose. Pete Rose had a secret agreement to be reinstated to baseball after the lifetime ban. You heard that one before? Yeah, yeah. Okay, do you think that he's actually reinstated but can't get to the Hall of Fame? And there, there was no... Pete can't talk about it. I think Pete thinks he had the agreement. Oh, okay. I think Pete believes he, he had yeah. the agreement, right? Uh-huh. Which is a weird thing to do, except the lifetime ban mm-hmm. while quietly saying, I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to get back in in five to ten years. So I'll say that. I think Pete Rose believes he had an agreement to be reinstated, but I don't think he's currently secretly reinstated. He is not. No. He is not. He will be in the Hall of Fame, but it'll be posthumously. Yeah, you might be right about that. He's got to be dead to get in. I I mean, it's a whole other topic. I still can't believe we're not able to separate his playing days from... The manager? Yeah, the Hall of Fame, it it would relate to his playing days. He's not going in the Hall of Fame as a manager. Yes. That I could see not happening if he won 10,000 games, but he gambled. But as a player, he should be in, and then you could still ban him from ever managing or coaching. All right, yeah, that's another one. All right, how about this one? Yeah. And it kind of relates to Tom Brady because of, of Spygate. The NFL destroyed evidence from Spygate to hide what the New England Patriots were doing. Now, you recall this whole thing with Spygate, right. did you not? Yeah, they, right, didn't they? Uh, they did. Some evidence was destroyed. Yes. But we're wondering, was it on purpose? Yes. So, and I, I'm going to go with yes. For those that don't know, after Bill Belichick, the head coach for the Patriots, and the, new, and the uh, team were caught spying on the New York Jets during a game... The during, team, during a game or practice? During no, a game. game. Yeah. During a game. Yeah. The team gave the league tapes, which were later destroyed. A Boston Herald report says that the Rams secretly taped the St. Louis Rams walkthrough before the 2001 Super Bowl. Many fans believe that the tapes were destroyed by the league sh- uh, and showed the Patriots cheated their way to their first Lombardi trophy. Tapes destroyed. Yeah. Did that happen or not? Yeah, I believe it. I believe that one. Yeah, this is, under, is this still under Goodell, right? Yeah, didn't... Didn't, well, didn't, am I wrong, Shay? Didn't the investigation of Dan Snyder like didn't they destroy all the transcripts or something yeah, or not? Yes, something. There's, no, I mean, it's the NFL. The the beast has to keep right. going forward. There's right. no, anything that's going to dispel the notion that things could be on the up and up in the NFL. They're going to get rid of it. So is that our question for listeners? Which of these and other mm-hmm. conspiracy theories do you actually believe in? Yes. Any of them. You know, one of my favorites. That Goodell shut the lights off in the Super Bowl in the Superdome because he needed the 49ers to make it a close game. It's one of my favorites. I remember that game and just how odd that was right in the middle of the Super Bowl that the lights go out. I mean, you, everything is taken care of beforehand for weeks to make sure everything is right. All of a sudden, the biggest game, the lights go out? Well, there's a famous conspiracy with Cal Ripken Jr. Yes, it is. Um, that they did something to the lights because his streak was going to come to an end because mm-hmm. he was upset about something. That's a whole other conspiracy. And there was a game where the they shut off the lights mm-hmm. and this, it didn't work and they, they, he was able to keep the streak going the next day. Something <laughs> to that effect. It, it is. And there's some something more tied to that, but we're not going to go down that road. Yes. Oh, it, oh, you want not, to. Oh, well, absolutely. Kevin Costner. Right. Did he lay with his wife or not? Yeah, he, was he banging his wife? I guess you were going to go <laughs> that's, 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 So that's the story. Kevin Costner was hanging out with Ripken's wife. Yeah. And uh, Ripken was so mad he wasn't going to play. And ownership said, no, no, no. We're going to keep this streak going. They, they turned off the lights. Something like that. That is insane. <laughs> I don't know if I believe it. That's that. a true story. That's a true I, story. I believe that one's true. Absolutely.
Costner banging away at Cal Ripken's wife while he's trying to break this record. It was an electrical failure at Camden Yards. I have it in front of me. There you yes. go. Please don't include me in the lawsuit. Yeah, the, th- <laughs> the thought is that it was intentional because Ripken was so angry he wasn't going to be able to play that. That night. might be the greatest conspiracy of oh, them all. Absolutely. Because out of nowhere, it just involves Kevin Costner. How did that people. happen? Out of nowhere. Yeah. So, it's so again, funny. it's one of those alleged stories that's been out there since 1997. So, here's what we'll do, Shay. It's over the phone lines 312 332 ESPN, 332 3776. Arian Foster says the NFL is rigged. He said that, I believe, uh, tongue in cheek to. Um, uh, to Barstool. Right. So let's ask this question. What stupid conspiracy theory do you actually believe is true? There's a number of them. We, we just gave you a few examples. But you've heard this over the years. Something that you said, this is a conspiracy. But you know what? I think it's true. Let's get your phone calls in on that. 312-332-3776. And is Arian Foster right? Do you believe the NFL's rigged? He says it is, tug in cheek. Maybe you lost some bets because you thought the uh, NFL was Oh, I rigged. know there's people that thought that, for sure. <laughs> Which game do you believe that you got, that you got taken uh, for a ride? And you thought, hey, this is a conspiracy. This is not right. Cap and Jay Hood with Jesse in for Cap on Chicago's Home for Sports. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and Jay Hood. Kyle Shanahan said yesterday that he doesn't see any scenario in which Jimmy Garoppolo returns to the 49ers. They say that every year, though. Dexter Fowler is joining the Marquee Network as an analyst. Of course he is. The entire core for the Chicago Sky is gone in 2023 with Ouch. Candace Parker headed to Vegas and Courtney Vandersloot uh, leaving and Allie Quigley taking a year off. And the Illinois State Redbirds defeat the UIC Flames in overtime. 68-62 as the Flames have lost 10 straight. We're wearing their own jerseys. Jay Moore. You're listening to Cap and Jay Hood. Follow the show on Instagram at the Catman and at IGJ Hood. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Coming up in an hour from now, we'll give you deal breakers on a deal breakers Thursday right here on Cap and J Hood. Jesse's in for Cap. 312-332 ESPN 332-3776 is our telephone number. And if you have the four letters next to you, ESPN, and you're working for the company, you're almost required to talk about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching Get Up. It's all Aaron. We need to do that a little bit as well. I got a, I got a goofy off the wall. Well, it's probably been talked about before, but I have a question for you later about Aaron Rodgers. Hold on a second. Something goofy and off the wall from you? Yeah, I know. I, that's yeah, so it's, odd. It will not surprise you're you. You're such a wallflower. It's really not off the, that goofy, but it, it is a question I want to ask you. You, It's so odd for you because <laughs> you're such a wallflower. You, you're, again, quiet, <laughs> right. you know, very no, reserved. No dumb hot takes. <laughs> no, not at all. Not from you. <laughs> Actually, I mean, is that being redundant, dumb hot take? Because usually a hot take is pretty dumb. Well, I've never given one, so I don't know. There you go. I've given a strong opinion. I've, I've given many. Many, many, many a hot take. <laughs> We're talking to you about Arian Foster, uh, who tongue-in-cheek said this to Barstool. It's funny. Before we started taping, uh, Arian was telling me about how the NFL is rigged and how every year he used to get a script. Yeah. Day one of training camp that would mm-hmm. get dropped off at his locker. Mm-hmm. And you would have to, you know, it was like week one, you'll do this. Week two, you're going to have a hamstring injury. Week three, this is going to happen. Yeah. Week four, you're going to get three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And so then you just have to, did you memorize those? Before the season started, would you go and rehearse the script before every game? Uh, we were really dedicated to it, so it was more so like um, that's what practice was about. It was about practicing the script. Like this is what goes on, and this is what we have to do <laughs> mm-hmm. in order to. Yeah. And this referee is going to miss this call. 
yeah, because we, they hate you yeah. and they love the Colts, yeah, that like, sort of thing. Uh, WWF, so it's like, you yeah, know, we know what's going to happen, but you still got to put on a show. Yeah. What did yeah. you think when you got the script in 2016 that said your career was going to fall off a cliff when you stopped believing in God? That was 2015. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so they, they they pulled that off well because they, oh, they yeah. said it so straight until the end. They laugh, but uh, that that's why you told me there's a headline on Fox. Yes. Because of that interview. Yes. It's, it's everywhere, actually. Journalism they, is dead. Yeah. You, it, some of some it was written, like, um, you know, sarcastically or whatever, but just the idea that you're going to put words to it. Right, right. That's the whole thing. Well, you're, making, you're building a column around I, it. I believe in conspiracy because as, as recently as this past weekend, when Joseph Osai got called for that stupid out-of-bounds call, I knew the NFL wanted the Chiefs to win. Oh, for so heaven's sake. I'm jumping right. They saw the ratings from the Bengals Super Bowl last year, yeah. and they said, we need Mahomes in it. Throw the flag. So two two feet out of bounds. Hoodie, you're a college hoops guy. Do you believe the one that Larry Johnson threw the game against Duke? Yes, because the whole team was seen in a hot tub with a fixer in Vegas. Right, right, right. I think that that is true, actually. Which is which again goes to a whole different era in which Jesse and I never thought, ever thought that there'd be pro teams in Vegas. No, of, it's, of any that's kind. True. By the way, I would like I like to investigate Chris Webber's timeout in the Final Four when he knew he didn't have any. Now that's a, like to that's a brain fart. That's not are you true. sure. Yes, it is. All right, that's a mistake. Maybe he had a couple bills on the game. No, I don't know. That's a mistake. He, I was at, I was like the scores table. He did that timeout, and I knew he like three feet away from me. He was right in front of me. I'm like, and I knew they didn't have any timeouts. I'm like, oh, this is not going to end well. And it didn't. <laughs> but I, I didn't think it was a conspiracy at the time. Let me just let you know right now. Let me just let you know right now. You will not get any more basketball games from college rigged because NIL money's there. Right. Exactly. You're good. If a, if a player is making a hundred grand, well, how about the player that doesn't have an NIL deal? But then well, uh, again, he's not good enough to rig a game. Uh, exactly. Yeah. He wouldn't be out there, right? In a big spot. Yeah. He right. wouldn't be out there. Yeah. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. So the question that Jesse and I are asking you, based on Arian, Arian Foster's nonsense, what stupid conspiracy theory do you actually believe is true? In Mokina, here's Mike on ESPN One Thousand on Cap and J Hood. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Go right ahead, sir. Yep, there's uh, there's one that's been around for a long time that I do believe, and that's uh, Marcus Allen had a affair with. Um, O.J. Simpson's wife, Nicole, mm-hmm. and that one of his daughters belongs to Marcus Allen. Uh, Chloe Kardashian. That's right. right. Chloe, that's who you're looking at? <laughs> not quite. Not, not Chloe. Well, who? Who? <laughs> Give me the name. One then. of the daughters. I'm not sure. I think I think O.J. has like six kids. It's it's uh, if you're going to put that out there, if you're going to put the conspiracy out there, let's let's get the name. It's, it's Chloe Kardashian. That's the one they think. Is Marcus's. Yes. Yeah. Uh, or Chloe or Kardashian is the daughter of OJ. Right. Yeah, that's what. Or yeah, that's what. That, right, I mean, that's, that's what you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right? what he meant. That's right. Right. He's the daughter of OJ, not right. Marcus. Right. Yeah, he was saying yeah. that one of uh, OJ kids is Marcus Allen. Right. Which, oh, he was saying the opposite. So, uh, which kid is that? I don't even know which, who that right. would be. <laughs> Who no would be? I, all I know is the one that involves Simpson is Khloe Kardashian is O.J. Simpson's daughter. Not right. That's the one yeah. I know. Right now, again, he says Marcus Allen's is the father of one of. Maybe so. I have no idea. I have no idea. Right. Instead of the daughter of of, of the Kardashian lawyer yeah. that passed away. Yes. Not, it, not, nothing to do with Bruce Jenner. No. No. Okay. No. Absolutely That's a whole not. Separate family. Not Bruce Jenner. It's Caitlyn. <laughs> yes. It's Caitlyn. 
There you go. Right. Caitlyn Jenner. I think so. No, no, that's oh, the- Caitlyn. Right, right. But I meant obviously at the time when he was Bruce was when he was having he was Bruce when he was having kids. I don't recall that. Did that happen? <laughs> I just know Caitlyn Jenner. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. Paul is on two ninety four. What stupid uh, conspiracy theories on ESPN 1000. All right, Paul. This is the craziest thing I ever heard in my life. I'm sitting in an off-track betting parlor about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's playing Denver on a Sunday night game. We bet the game. We were losing like 10 seconds to go. My buddy goes, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. He leaves. All of a sudden, miraculously, Pittsburgh scores or something to cover. I call, come back, come back, we won. He comes back, they review the play, the play stands. Yeah, yeah, we're screaming, we're yelling. Next thing I know, I wake up the next day, look at the score, we didn't win. Mm-hmm. I read what happened was they, they reviewed the review in New York. <laughs> Vegas paid out the first hour like 20 million bucks or something. And then they came in New York and reviewed the review. I've never heard anything ridiculous mm-hmm. and made their team cover. Wow. Oh, that's terrible. You can look that up. So, that's a true story. I like to because you're telling me Vegas ended up paying both ways for a portion of time? No, no what happened oh. was once they, once they reviewed and they said the play stands, well, everybody cashed their tickets. Well, an hour later, when they reviewed the review in New York, they reversed it. So, they, they yeah, they got beat. So, but you weren't in Vegas, right? So, how did you know you? No, you... no, I was at a bar. I was at a bar with a buddy of mine. So, but I read this this story the next day. You can look it up. It's a true story. Well, that's what I'm wondering. You you were betting with a guy, obviously, and yes. what which yeah. which which side did he honor? We were on we were on the side getting the points. Yeah, but your bookie, what did, did he did he did he did you lose the next day? And oh, absolutely, right. That's what I'm saying. So, people in us. Vegas won. Yeah. And people like yourself who get paid out later in the week or whatever, lost. <laughs> un- that's so unbelievable. That is crazy. We got to look that up. Man, so, and he had a guy. Review of the review. Yeah, and this, he says 15 years ago, so the only way that would happen yeah. is he's got a guy. Right, unless he was in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, Hoffman Estates, John's on ESPN 1000 on Cap and J Hood. Good morning, John. Morning, guys. How you doing today? We're great. Boys, I like to think of myself as a logical thinker. Yes. But I do completely believe that in the spring of 1985, mm-hmm. the New York Knicks are a dying franchise. Mm-hmm. The Golden Goose, Patrick Ewing, is coming out of the draft. Yes. And not only does Stern know what envelope the Knicks pick is coming from, because they did those envelopes in the big dome, but he drops one envelope where it bends the corner, and I believe that that envelope was frozen because when he opened the lid, he completely reached in. He didn't pick the top envelope. But he picked one that he could feel was a little colder and see that one corner was bent. He did not want Ewing going to the Pacers. Yes. I believe that one. Yes. I believe that one. Yes. I do. I believe. I think that It goes back to what I said about umpires and referees. Can we say they're all clean? No, but percentages was... Can we say every draft lottery, whatever, every one of those ping pong balls was done cleanly over the last 30 years, whatever sport? No. No. Something must have been rigged, and that that one's as good as any. It was uh, important for New York because you got Patrick Ewing playing for Georgetown. It's perfect, right? Plays for John Thompson, goes over to the Knicks. Could you imagine that player playing for the Pacers? Okay, he's with the Pacers. They probably are in the finals several times. The yeah, Pacers in that the, spot. And the ratings are in the in the dumps several times. <laughs> yes, then. yes. They wanted New York to be They're good. They're moving the, the Duncan Dutchman out of the way. No Rick Smiths there. Mm-hmm. It would be Ewing <laughs> dominating Indianapolis. Yeah.
Yeah, I, I believe that one. So I, I believe it's one of the oldest ones, but I think right. it's true. Did they freeze the envelope again when Kyrie went to Cleveland? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, I, that would not surprise me. You can't do it too often, Shay. Yeah. You can't do it too often. But it's the frozen envelope and the little bend. Or the bend, the frozen envelope. The only envelope in there that had a little bend. Yeah. So that was on USA Network, by the way. That's when they used to air them on the USA Network. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. If you're on hold, you will be on the air. Arian Foster says, tongue-in-cheek, hey, the NFL's rigged. There's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. But I think for you gamblers, I'm sure you have a number of stories. Like, hey, there's no way that this happened. There's no way. I got got. They took my money. It's rigged. Let's talk about it coming up. Don't forget, shout or no shot at 8 o'clock. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000, also on 100.3. FM HD2. Okay, it's about that time. You're tuned in to the Captain J. Hood Show. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Every time you hear Van Halen jump, all you think is the 84 Cubs. That's it. The theme of the of Fry's Cubs. Fun team to be around. That was a fun team. Not, not that I was covering them. I'm yeah. not that. I'm not George Hoffman old. No, no. Um, but it was a fun team to, to watch. I was in the bleachers. You're going to get a call. I know. I am. Uh, I, I absolutely am. Coming up at ten o'clock, it's going to be uh, Black and Abdallah. They'll be in for Greeny at ten. Hey, followed buddy. by um, it'll be Carmen Yurko at twelve. It'll be Wallen and Sylvia two. Tyler Aki. He's in for Black and Abdallah from 68 right into Freddie and Fitzsimmons right here on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN 1000. Arian Foster says the NFL's rigged. He says that tongue-in-cheek on Barstool. And we're asking you about uh, conspiracy theories uh, in sports, or especially you gamblers. I know that you were, were on a heater, an opportunity for you to get yourself a 25-team you know, leg parlay, yeah. <laughs> and that 25th just did not hit because of a conspiracy. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. On the Dan Ryan, here's Ivan on ESPN one thousand. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. How are you? Hey, pretty good. Pretty good. Well, I definitely believe that Jay Hood because I mean, if you look at the New England Patriots, mm-hmm. they're in the midst of a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're in the midst of a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. You take the the Seattle game at the goal line. You got the best running back in the uh-huh. in the game. Never stop for a loss. One yard line. Why would you pass? Now and, the, and, and and some no name guy who you never heard from again gets the pickoff. Okay, yeah. So he's talking about the Seattle Seahawks right there and on the precipice yeah. of getting it in. You you should have yeah. been able to hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch instead. They throw the football. Right. So who's in on the conspiracy there? Who exactly is throwing the game? That's, that's that phone call. They don't want. Seattle, you got yours last year. You're not going to get two in a row. Now, I would say New England has to be in on a bunch of these. They either have to be making a call, or the call came in to uh, to Pete. This to is Pete. the script, the NFL the script. Pete Carroll, Pete. Yes, Pete Carroll. Yes, that's, that's that script. The pregame I mean, script that said Pete it, throw it, the ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who who would do that? You got the best running back in the game. You know you what? The best running back in the game. You know what? Here, here's what's funny about this whole thing, this half hour. We appreciate the phone call, Ivan. Thank you. Jesse and I, and I know that Shay in his young career has done this as well. Do you know how often we've pushed those back as producers? Someone calls them with a conspiracy oh, theory yeah. like, that's not getting on the air. That's not getting on the air. It's one of the few times in sports radio where Arian Foster opens up the door for these conspiracy theories. One time only, by the way. Not all calls wel- welcome. No, no, no. <laughs> no, one time only for this because of Arian Foster. Well, and the thing is, that caller is saying that, 
like Pete Carroll's in on it. Like it's oh one thing God. to say the officials are in on it, or the league is 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 sending something down to the referees. It's one, it's another thing to say that head coaches are in on it as well, especially if it's a head coach that's going to lose the game. Yes, like I think he benefits more if he wins. I don't know what benefit unless he bet against his own team. Okay, so in his prime, Cal Ripken, Kevin Costner, who wins the uh, the the fight between those two? If Ripken is able to corner Costner, I gotta imagine it's Ripken. You know, these actors aren't exactly <laughs> as tough as they look on TV, right? I'm just I'm just asking. I mean, Ripken's the the, the the horse. I understand. If he that. could play every day for two thousand games. I think he could take Costner in a in a in a fight. We sell it. And who's who has more to who would be more angry in that? Situation, Ripken, right for sure. He's got he's got that motivation on his side. Allegedly, if that happened, <laughs> now crazy. you throw in allegedly. Well, I got to make sure. I got to make sure. <laughs> now you say it. Yeah, allegedly. I mean, it's right there. Everyone knows. <laughs> Costner banging the banging the wife of Cal Ripken Jr. Allegedly. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. A conspiracy theory from nineteen ninety seven. There, uh, Lombard. Here's Marco on ESPN one thousand. As Jesse's in for Cap here on Cap and J Hood. Hey, Marco. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks uh, for. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the show. Um, Thank you. Someone's got to. You're the one. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, I'm a huge NFL NBA fan, but I love basketball very much too. So the early 2000s, it's the uh, Los Angeles Lakers and the Sacramento Kings before you know they kind of became a laughing stock. Right. Even though they're relevant now with like De'Aaron Fox, but you know they were loaded with Weber, Divac. Oh yeah, and, yeah. This is a famous one. Yeah, the old the old yeah. Adelman Kings were very good, right? And that series went down the wire, and you could tell in that last game, the Lakers, <laughs> as great as they were, you know, uh, but they got every call, and I just thought that was a very fishy way for that series to end. And clearly, obviously, Sacramento being the little brother mm-hmm. in California to the Lakers, you know, and Shaq and Kobe going for the three peat, so. It made sense, but... Ah, you think there was some shady for, down the line? Uh, oh, I mean, that's one of the more famous ones. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the officials and... Yeah, no doubt about it. They I mean, there was, the, I think there was a documentary on it, I think. I believe that is true. Yeah. They didn't want Sacramento. No way. City. Mike Bibby deserved better, damn it. <laughs> Mike Bibby <laughs> would like to have a word. <laughs> that's a, that was some good teams, you're right, but they would... There's no way they're going to let Sacramento do that. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. That that's another one I do believe in. I think so. So here we go, Shay. Let's get the cherry on the Sunday from Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN one thousand Chicago. Give it. Give us that one from Twitch. That's really hilarious. This guy Rylick twenty one in our Twitch chat. He said uh, Australia is not real. <laughs> that's just <good. laughs> He said the world's deadliest, most venomous animals all live in Australia, <laughs> land and sea. I think that's a front for unexplained dispe- uh, disappearances because on the flight or boat ride there, people are put into a coma and memories are implanted like Total Recall. <laughs> no way box jellyfish, kangaroos, huntsmen, spiders, etc. all live in one area. Get a screed going. A whole column. Yeah, on he Twitch. really this, serious he believes this. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. <laughs> so Australia does not does exist. not exist. It does, exist. There's no Australia. It's, not, it's actually not bad. That's that's it's good. Not bad. As, as conspiracy theories go, that's not bad at all, as a matter of fact. All right, coming up in two minutes, we give you shot or no shot. We go around the NFL. And don't forget, it's a Deal Breakers Thursday right here on Chicago's Home for Sports.